Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's wrap up this series for my 2024 predicted lineups. We're going to go through the Brisbane Broncos and we're going to go through the Penrith Panthers in this series to wrap it up. Uh, so let's get started straight away with the Brisbane Broncos. Now, uh, obviously a big factor to take into account is they are losing both Tom Flegler and, and Herbie Farnworth as well to Massive, massive losses in this side and two losses that are going to be quite difficult to replace. It's hard to find talent as good as Herbie Farnworth and it's also very hard to replace a guy like Tommy Flegler. Now, obviously the forwards that stand out in this side are Payne Heiss and Paddy Carrigan, but Tom Flegler, a big part of their forward rotation as well. Who are they going to replace a guy like Tommy Flegler with? Well, I've got Fletcher Baker coming in as that number 10. Now, a lot of people look at Fletcher Baker and go, he doesn't really provide too much in this forward pack. You look at some of the other forwards, like your Kobe Hetheringtons, your Brenda Piercuras, your Corey Jensens. Compared to them, Fletcher Baker doesn't provide uh, the same amount of X-Factor, but he is a guy you know what you're going to get out of him every single week, and that is hard work, that's tough carries, and that's a great attribute to have as that starting front rower to get through all this tough stuff and then come off and let the guys with the X-Factor come on and blow the other team out of the park. That's exactly what the Brisbane Broncos need uh, from the front rower coming in. And I feel like Fletcher Baker would do a perfect job uh, playing that role. You've got your X-Factor to start in your Payne Harses and your Patrick Carrigans, but just someone to lay the platform, play a simple game, and play a predictable and consistent game like Fletcher Baker. Uh, play that old school front rower type role. You know what you're going to get out of Fletcher Baker every single week. That's exactly what they need, the Brisbane Broncos, in replacing a guy uh, like Tom and Tommy Flegler, who is pretty much that guy, uh, minus a little bit of aggression, which I think that Fletcher Baker can definitely work on in the offseason. I think that Fletcher Baker is a perfect replacement when you're looking at it like that uh, for this Brisbane Broncos forward pack. Now, you've also got to consider who comes in for Herbie Farnworth. Now, my pick is that Corey Oates comes back into the side on the wing and you push Jesse Arthurs into the centers. That's the best possible outcome I think you can have. I think Jesse Arthurs can play a really solid role at center, put on a bit of size with the carries that he was taking in the grand final. I think he's got the toughness to play in that center role, and I think he could do a great job uh, in replacing a guy like Herbie Farnworth. He definitely has the X factor to suit what this Brisbane side needs at center as well. So I have got Jesse Arthurs coming in to play in that center role. Other than that, the lineup looks pretty much exactly like it did last season. The only change that I've got here is that Blake Moser is my 14 over Tyson Smoothie and over Corey Pace. Now, both of these guys have NRL experience, which is something that Blake Moser doesn't. But you've got, a bl- you've got a blooded guy like Blake Moser at some stage. Billy Walters is getting into the peak of his craft. He's in 28, 29. Now, Billy Walters, you're going to want a blooded guy like Blake Moser to come in after uh, Billy Walters does end up retiring. It's the best time to do that right now for Blake Moser. Get him some NRL experience. I think he could be the perfect 14 because he isn't your conventional fr- uh, number nine. 
He is a much bigger guy than a Billy Walters or than your conventional number nine. He has a bit of size on him, but he has the X factor. He's like a second 5'8", playing out of the number nine jersey. I think that he could do a great job for this Brisbane Broncos side, and I'm very keen to see him get a crack in 2024. This is definitely the year he comes into the side for me. Uh, but let's go through this full 1-17. to Reese Walsh, 150% the fullback for this team. Selman Cobo and Corey Oates are on the wings. Now, a lot of people have pushed back on Corey Oates because he was in reserve grade towards the back end of the year. The reason he was in reserve grade outside looking in was the fact that he was negotiating with both Newcastle and Penrith. Now that he's re-signed with the Broncos, the Broncos have faith that he's going to stay in this outfit and they're more inclined to have him in the lineup. For me, outside looking in, that's probably the only reason he was in reserve grade. Um, he was in some great form. He was pretty much matching Selwyn Cobbo for stats every single week towards the start of the year when he was in the lineup. So I think that he is there for me, Corey Oates. Uh, Jesse Arthurs and Katoni Staggs in the centers. As I said, Jesse Arthurs, probably the best replacement in this side at the moment um, for what you're losing in Herbie Farnworth. Uh, Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds in the halves. Payne Haas and Fletcher Baker in the front row. We've already talked about that. Uh, Billy Walters is at nine, obviously. Uh, I wouldn't replace him for anyone in this side just with how well he played uh, the back end, especially of last season. Uh, Kurt Kate well, and Jordan Ricky in the back row. Paddy Carrigan at 13. As I said, irreplaceable in this team. Him and Payne Haas uh, provide so much impact for this team. Blake Moser is the 14. We're keen to see him have a crack in this team. Uh, Kobe Hetherington gets a spot. He can play in the front row. We can play in the lock forward role. He can play in the back row. And he can also play as a nine if they need it. Uh, Brendan Piakura can play big minutes and he's a tough competitor. He is one tough bastard and I'm keen to see um, how he goes in this side. And then Corey Jensen as well. Again, another really conventional front rower that also has a bit about him as well in terms of aggression. I'm keen to see him get a crack off the bench, but that is my Brisbane Broncos 1-17. Let's go through the Penrith Panthers. Now, there's a lot of discussion to be had about the Penrith Panthers. They have a lot of guys off contract at the end of this season they need to re-sign. That includes Paul Alamotti. That includes Dane Laurie, their two new recruits who we'll discuss in a second as well. But Sania Taruva as well, off contract. Jerome Luai, they need to sort out his situation as well. Uh, they've got to also sort out the situation of Mitch Kenny as well. He's off contract at the end of this year. A lot of people have forgotten about that. There are a few guys in this Penrith Panthers outfit. Tyron Peachy as well, that are off contract that are need to decide if they are keeping or letting go. But let's have a look at this Penrith Panthers outfit and go through this side. The first sort of the position we need to discuss here is the center spot left by Stephen Crichton. Now, I think the most logical answer would be Paul Alamotti comes into left center. You move Isaac Targo to the right-hand side along with Sania Taruva. Uh, and then you have Brian Tyo and Paul Alamotti on the left-hand side. Uh, but obviously that rumor contradicts itself with Paul Alamotti uh, obviously going to be potentially playing a Spencer Lanier role 
but in the back row, coming off the bench in jersey number 17. Uh, so they're going to bulk him up even more than how big he is now uh, and play him as a forward, uh, which is a very interesting call from Penrith if that is the go for him. Uh, but I'm very keen to see how he does go in that role and if it does work out for Penrith. Um, I would potentially, I would most likely for me personally, put him at centre. Um, but obviously Penrith potentially do have other plans. Uh, who, who I would put in centre then would probably be Taylor May coming into the right centre. You'd keep Isaac Targo on the left-hand side then. Um, and then obviously bring Taylor May into the right. I think Taylor May is more of a winger than a centre, but... Uh, he's put on a shit ton of size in this, uh, obviously, this season past. I've uh, been training all year to come back from this ACL injury. He is going to be a force to be reckoned with coming back into this side as well. Those face tats, they scare me. I don't know if they scare you, but they certainly scare me. And I think the defenders are going to feel the same thing when an absolute freight train in Taylor May is going to be running straight at them looking to do some damage. He is an absolute weapon. Um, I think he's more of a weapon on the wing, but as I said, I'm keen to see him at centre if he has the ball playing to uh, obviously fit in that centre role because it, it does take a lot to fill in the shoes um, of a Stephen Crichton as well. So very keen to see who goes in that centre spot at the moment. In my best Panthers side, I have got um, obviously uh, Paul Alamotti playing on the left and Isaac Tiger on the right, but you could have Taylor May coming into the centres as well. I'm definitely open to both uh, theories of thought there. Um, Jerome Luai, as I said, they've got to sort out uh, if he's staying or going. Obviously in 2025, if Luai goes, you'd imagine Brad Schneider takes the reins there in the number six. Uh, I believe that's why they've bought him as cover, uh, but also as cover for Cleary when he goes to play State of Origin as well. Um, but yeah, look, the Jerome Luai situation is certainly nothing short of interesting, and I'm keen to see what happens there as well. But we don't really have to worry about that this season. It's more of a next season problem there for Jerome Luai. The rest of the side pretty much is the exact same as last year. Uh, Sonny Luke, though, isn't my 14. I've got Tyrone Peachy playing 14. I think they get him really fit, raring to go. And they have him in that 14 jersey because he can come in at nine. And he can come in in a ton of other positions as well if they need it. So uh, he pretty much plays the perfect Jermaine Salmon role, which they are losing, obviously, as he goes to the Bulldogs. So let's have a look at this 1-17 to and go through anything we might have missed when going through this Panthers, Panthers side. Uh, I don't know why I said Penrith so weirdly, but going through this Panthers side going into 2024. So Dylan Edwards, obviously the fullback. We've got Brian Toto and Sunita Taruva on the wings. For me, at the moment, I've got Paul Alamotti and Isaac Targo in the centres. Uh, we have Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary in the halves. Moses Liotta and James Fisher-Harris in the front row with Mitch Kenny at nine. Liam Martin, Scott Sorensen in the starting back row. Yes, Scott Sorensen has a massive impact coming off the bench, uh, but at the moment, I'd start him because uh, he had such a great game starting and playing the full 80 for them in the grand final. Uh, Isaiah Yo in the back in sorry in the lock forward role uh, and then we have Tyron Peachy Luke Garner 
Uh, Luke Garner providing a bit of size, can play in the middle or on an edge. Uh, we have Matt Eisenhuth also coming off the bench. A lot of people had a bit of pushback on this. I thought he was one of their more consistent guys coming in for this side as well. And they definitely need another front rower in there as obviously Spencer Lanyu uh, leaves to go to the Sydney Roosters. Uh, and then Lindsay Smith. Lindsay Smith obviously comes off the bench for this Penrith Panthers side as well. So very, very keen to see how this Penrith Panthers side goes, uh, but it's definitely their best possible lineup that I've named there, but very keen to see if I've missed out on anything or if they make any new signings uh, going into this next upcoming season. Well,